We here at Yash Jesus believe that God doesn't make mistakes. Not with people and not with produce. Which is why we're so excited to be partnering with Imperfect Foods. Imperfect Foods is an online grocer that recovers ugly produce and surplus foods that would otherwise go to waste. And delivers fresh, customizable boxes to your door for up to 30% less than the grocery stores. We're talking farmer's market quality girls. Without the hassle of going out of your house, honey. Without the hassle. And now, Imperfect has expanded to include pantry staples like lentils, rice, olive oil, and bread, you name it, to help round out your shopping. <laughs> girls, I just got my weekly shipment of imperfect produce, and let me tell you. Ooh, spill it, girl, spill it. I got this ugly little watermelon that puts the pretty little peach in Call Me By Your Name to shame. <laughs> That's the tea! Trust me, you're going to want to get in on this. To get your first shipment of perfectly imperfect farm fresh produce, go to imperfectfoods.com and use the promo code YASJESUS. That's Y-A-S-S-J-E-S-U-S. Hello, kings and queens and in-between sinners, saints, and I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Yas Jesus. I'm Daniel Francesi, and as always, I'm here with... Azariah Southworth. And today on Yas Jesus, we believe more than ever that... That your body is a queer temple and God is dwelling inside of us. <laughs> God loves you, body and soul. That's right. You have to love this body. We have to accept and love this body. And I'm telling you, it's a journey. It's definitely a journey that we're going to go on later on in this podcast. But first, Azzy, let's welcome everybody in. Welcome. 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 I'm just appreciating my, my body right now. Are we, are we going to do this shirtless? No, we can. Do you want I'm to do a little warm, so don't, you know, don't, Honey. don't Honey. threaten me with a good time. All right. Come shirtless to my Welcome, everybody. Come on in. Take your shirts off. <laughs> Have a seat in the pew, pew, pews, because it's hot and it's getting hot in here as we talk about how your body is a queer temple. But before we get into that, let's get to our praise report and prayer requests. Now, I have a prayer request here that I saw on Reddit, and it goes, if I am bisexual, is it wrong for me to choose men because of my faith? I'm a girl, by the way. So this girl is suffering because she just wants to know, like, should she just choose men if she likes both uh, for her faith if she's not living her full authentic life? And that is something to pray upon because I think God wants you to live authentic, but also it's your choice. You can do whatever you want to do with your life. That's the part of it. And God will love you unconditionally. So I don't think that um, if you are bisexual, that uh, God should come into play, whether it's a man or a woman. I actually might just be easier for your family if that's a choice that you want to make, but, um, or for other people that may not agree with you, but as far as God's concerned, God loves you either way you go. So, um, but we will add you to our prayers for sure. Azariah, what do you got? A praise report? I have a praise report here. This is a good one because I love a church that does not bow down to the empire but instead listens to the conviction of the Holy Ghost. And so Asbury Memorial Church in Savannah, Georgia, is splitting from the Greater United Methodist Church because the larger denomination hasn't been affirming for LGBTQ people. So they heard the message from the Holy Ghost that they need to do what they need to do. So a message on the church's website to our LGBTQ uh, community apologize for the harm of the United Methodist Church has done and says, you are beloved, you matter, we affirm whom you love, you're a gift to the church, we will keep working to make it right, we need you. 
is oh. what they put on their website. And so, yes, listen to that Holy Ghost that's telling you to do the right thing. That I is love a that. Part because this is what we need. We need more um, LGBTQIA plus Christian and allies standing up and saying we won't listen to that rhetoric anymore. We won't hear it anymore. It's divisive. It is, it is cunningly evil. And it is uh, meant to suppress and oppress. And we are not going to stand for it anymore. We are here. We are queer. Get used to it, sis. Oh, that's right. That is right. Well, I love that. Um, we are going to go to a commercial break. And when we come back, we are going to be at my favorite part of the show, the scrunger of the day. Scrunger of the day. Just hang on. Be right back. <laughs> Listen up, Yas Jesuits. If you follow <laughs> us on Insta, you know that we are obsessed with CBD caring products. Obsessed. They are women-owned Vegas companies started by a mother who is just trying to help her daughter heal. They started in their kitchen, but now they're here with a full operation in Las Vegas. Yeah. Making these incredible projects that all started from a mother's love. And you know they love the LGBTQIA plus community mm -hmm. because they won the best float in the Vegas Pride Parade. Yes, they did. <laughs> their products are of the highest standard. Awesome quality CBD with no THC. No THC. That's important because... You're not going to get high, but you're going to get all the benefit. Yeah, their products are made from the highest quality natural ingredients, never tested on animals, except for their pet products, which are quality controlled and approved by the founders, Doggies, Nacho, and Cerveza. <laughs> this is not your normal pet product. <laughs> they carry products from pain relief to skincare. I'm a huge fan of their comfort cream for sore muscles and joints. As a matter of fact, my shoulder's kind of hurting from the gym, Azzy. You might give me a little rub oh, with yeah, that comfort cream. Oh, yeah, you get over here. Get over oh, here. That, that feels so comforting and creamy. And let me tell you, they also have a CBD infused lubricant called knob polish or well other stuff you want to try that one out uh duh all right let's go do that and while we do that you should check out their website at cbdcaring.com or follow them at cbdcaring you won't regret it make sure to use the promo code yasjesus25 for 25% off your first order as it's time for the Scripture of the day, eight eight eight. Scripture of the day, oh oh oh. Scripture of the day, oh oh. It's soul food, and we have the scripture of the day today is from First Corinthians six nineteen. What is it, Azzy? Do you not know that your body, all your body, is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God, and that you are not your own do you know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit within you which you have from god and that you are not your own we don't even belong to ourselves every Rely single hair on, on your body. chest as he is counted <laughs> god knows every single that's what i've always been told every fingernail he knows everything that's going on with you does he know every Your single love. chest hair because <laughs> honey there's <laughs> god made you and god don't make no junk that's right. That's right. You know, there's so much focus on bodies in our culture. Yes, there is. There really is. Uh, you know, in the focus, you know, you know this, Danny, and the bodies that we are being served in our media, in, in our culture, is one that is hairless, you know, fit, white. And for me, I know a long time, like, I struggled with it, just accepting my body hair. That's why I ask, you know, does God know every chest hair? Because, and, and even back hair, you know, like um, we're served this image, this idea of what a, 
what the right body is. So when we don't all have of that, that is sexy. I think all that makes up somebody. Yes. I really do. I mean, I admire people that really take care of their bodies and work out in the gym. I think that takes a lot of dedication and I admire yeah. their dedication and their physique, of course. But I also think that every little imperfection makes us all. I think it's also cute. It's also cute. Uh, what are some of the uh, focuses on bodies in our culture? Uh, John Mayer believes your body is a wonderland. Yeah, that was written for <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Diana Ross is going to work that body. Okay, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Donna Summer is going to get into the, a little body talk. And Cardi B got that WAP. And <laughs> 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 Both the Black Eyed Peas and Justin Timberlake want to rock that body, honey. There's so much stuff that we're talking about about the body. It's always body this, body that, sex sells, and the body yeah. is, you know, flesh. And so there's so much focus on bodies in the Bible. Paul in Romans says that our bodies are a living sacrifice to God. Romans 12.1, I appeal to you, therefore, beloved, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God which is your spiritual worship. Yeah. And Psalm 139, which we'll do a whole episode on because it's beautiful. Uh, verse 13 through 14 says, It was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, y'all. When people ask Paul about what happens after the resurrection, he responds that God gives all sorts of bodies all in their own form of glory. First wow. Corinthians 15, 38 through 40, but God gives it a body as he has chosen and each kind of seed its own body. Not all flesh is alike, but there is one flesh for human beings, another for animals, another for birds and another for fish. There are both heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, but the glory of the heavenly is one thing and that of the earthly is another. So why do we get down on so many different types of bodies and why we include uh, queer people as Christians? Now, I have my own body issue problems, Azariah. Like, you know, I grew up as a, a kid who I, I never took my shirt off when I shared a room with my brother. I remember one time when I was 18 years old, he was like, I don't even know if you have hair under your arms or not. He was like, because I've just never seen you with your shirt off. I lied in camp and used to say that I had a, a kidney scar because I saw someone get away with that once. And I didn't want to, and I, I didn't want to wear a t-shirt in the swimming pool. And then when they had yeah. shirts and skins in, in uh, high school, it was terror. I now hated that. I could never, I could never uh, claim to understand the trans experience. But because I'm so empathetic towards trans, our trans brothers and sisters, like I hated my own skin. I hate, I felt like I was in the wrong body. I detested the way I looked. And, you know, I look back on pictures of myself and I was pretty cute. Yeah. I just had a little tiny little seventh grade boy belly. Yeah. None of the problems now that I might complain about. Yeah. And I love myself a hundred times more. How does that happen? Well, you know, like uh, LGBTQ body issues are pretty well documented. Uh, it started out that the first images that were even remotely LGBTQ that we could really get our hands on were these like physique model magazines of uh, wartime. And I have some. <laughs> yeah, they're still hot. Still hot. Uh, 
But this, you know, set an image for it. This is where we started to set an image of what the LGBT community was and what our ideal body images were. Um, and then we had the AIDS crisis. And I think during the, during the AIDS crisis, I feel like with all of the uh, wasting that happened uh, when people uh, were suffering at the time with AIDS before we had all of these medical advancements and whatnot, um, the, uh, the picture perfect body became this thing of like working out and being muscular and being, and this whole masculine thing took, took hold, this toxic masculinity culture. And it spilled into our media and our, um, and our art. If you look at a movie star of the, of even the eighties, their body didn't have to be what a movie star now has to be. Um, this, I believe that a lot of this was due to the way pop culture, queer people. It's no surprise. We're the creatives. We're the, uh, magazine editors. We're the writer, you know, we're the playwrights. We're the, we're the ones telling all the stories. So what became the story in our community where we needed to be the picture of health, that is something that then the heterosexual community, I believe, uh, uh, found on. And then we came to a point where people were living longer and happier lives uh, of, due to drug advancements and uh, treatment and prevention with HIV. And then it became that a lot of the people who had uh, HIV were, the mo you know, were on steroids and stuff to keep themselves healthy and working out which led to an even bigger steroid culture in the gay community. How big can people get? These crazy, like, people injecting themselves with saline and, and just this insane body image issue of something that we could never achieve. Uh, body images that were completely impossible to achieve. I remember walking down the street with a trans friend of mine and a bunch of uh, two muscly guys were yelling at her, like two big broided out dudes in uh, Chelsea, New York, who were also gay. We're like, you're a disgrace to our community, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, you're just as trans as I am. I take hormones to be a woman and you take hormones to be a man. Come on with that truth. And I think that psychology has poisoned a lot of what we do in our community and what we perceive as what is attractive. So much so that when the heterosexual community started to keep up in pop culture, they had to create a word, metrosexual, a word that they had to create just to say a guy can trim his pubes and wear deodorant and it's okay. And he's not um, a girl. I... Living in Hollywood, I got to the point of my life where I got down to my quote-unquote perfect body weight, but I did so with use of excessive use of Adderall and with bulimia, and it got mm -hmm. to the point where I, when I was down, what I thought was where I was at my perfect body weight, everyone was like, whatever you're doing, keep doing it, it's working. And I was like, bitch, I just threw out my dinner. Like, the psychology and the psychosis of it, I would take my shirt off at the pool and three guys would immediately turn to themselves and start talking about their workout routines and grab their one inch of fat and basically try and shame me. Right. It got to a point where I, where then now we're in a place where that community has become so toxic that now the dad bod is in. Now we're moving towards a place where bears and dad bods are sexy and hot again. This body? This body? <laughs> you wish you had a dad bod, you Twinkie Otter, you Twatter. All right, listen. So the, um, uh, the dad bod comes in because I feel like people felt that mental health and self-care was more attractive. Like rather than spending three hours in the gym, I'd rather go to the movies and have a cheeseburger. And people got to this sensibility where they started to think like, that's what's hot to me is a cozy, warm body to lay up with and watch a movie with rather than somebody who, you know, is like eating uh, nuts obsessively and working at the gym. Not to, not to ever diss anybody that has the dedication and the discipline that it takes to meal prep and do all of those things to obtain that body. But that's not something that we can, can we can always strive to. 
I'm a size 13 uh, to, to 15 shoe, depending on the shoe. And I can maybe lose so much weight that I'll get down to a 13, maybe even a 12, but I'll never be a 7. There's things about my body I cannot control. I will always be 6'4". I'll always not fit in the backseat of a car. It doesn't matter how skinny I've gotten. And so some people need to accept the things about their bodies that they can accept and realize that God made them that way. Did you know that anyone who didn't have a perfect body or was disabled in any way, they were allowed to be priests to offer sacrifice? That's awful. Mm-hmm. I, I think, that, so tell me about that more. Leviticus. Oh God, Leviticus. Leviticus again. <laughs> Leviticus. Leviticus Ridiculous is back again. Leviticus 21, 17 through 20. Speak to Aaron and say, no one of your offspring throughout their generations who has a blemish may approach to offer the food of his God. For no one who has a blemish shall draw near, one who is blind or lame, or one who has a mutilated face or a limb too long, or one who has a broken foot or a broken hand or a hunchback or a dwarf, or a man with a blemish in his eye or an itching disease, I may not be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> or scabs or crushed testicles. I whoa, know. whoa! Crushed testicles? <laughs> but this verse in Leviticus, the book of laws that was telling the Jews who were living amongst the Samaritans what they can and cannot do, prevented people of different bodies from being able to enter the priesthood and offer their sacrifice. So they weren't allowed to minister. I'm still on crushed testicles. <laughs> there were, oh gosh, yeah. That's horrible. So, so differently able people for many years weren't allowed to become uh, clergymen because of this. Yeah, yeah. They weren't allowed to go into the ministry work, basically. The reality so. is we have so many different bodies. God gave us these bodies. That's right. These bodies don't stay the same. They change. They grow up. They change shape. This is all normal part of God's design. Like, you know, a few episodes ago when I told you about seeing my mom for the first time in a while, uh, I noticed how her body changed because, you know, um, she's getting older now. And it's true. Our oh, is that a read? No, that a read? no, 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 not a read. Not a read. Okay. I should have made it more generic. I'm sorry. I'm, just I'm sorry, I'm mom, just if you're listening. But, but it's the fact of life, right? As I get older, my body's going to change, and but my body's still a temple, and is still worthy of attention and love and and to minister. It's still able to be used right. for for good, no matter. Yeah, I have a um, a cousin body. who has some, like a severe problem with her legs that her legs are swollen, and I remember she was sitting on the back porch with my two nieces, and she was like, "These are ugly legs, aren't they? Aren't they mm-hmm. ugly?" I said, "Why would you put that in their head?" Not, they love you. They would never say something like that about you. She goes, yeah. well, I just really hate my legs. I go, you can walk, can't you? Somebody can't walk. Like, you have to be grateful for the things that we have. You have The fastest day to get anything, anything you want is to be grateful for what you have. And we have to be grateful for the bodies that we have. We do yeah. have to treat them well. Yeah. Um, because um, uh, that's why I have to budget extra money for expensive lotion. Yeah. That's treating your body well. Your largest organ in on your body is your skin, and so that's that's one. I don't way know about that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I used to not take my shirt off when I was a teenager because I was so concerned about the acne scars on my back. Oh, you know, I didn't yeah. have hair on my back at that time. But you know, it's actually weird. I also had like I had pimples on my arms that like it was like a rash, 
Yeah. And I didn't want to take my shirt off, but I think it was caused from me keeping my shirt on. Oh. Like the, the, the issue, I get that same issue still. It's still my skin, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. I'll have a little bit, I, I know how to take care of myself now. I didn't as a teenager. But um, the same problems that I have now are when I wear a shirt too much. Mm. So isn't mm. that funny that the thing that was ailing me and making me embarrassed to take my shirt off was one of the things that was being caused because my shirt was on? Yeah. God works funny like that. You have to find mm-hmm. the way. God's upset. He's like, I made you that body. You just feel <laughs> with a little seventh grader belly. <laughs> Lots of transgender people face hate because they sometimes change their body to reflect who they are. I think change is good. I think you should be, you should be able to change yourself. But just like the serenity prayer, you have to accept the things that you cannot change. Yeah. You know, the reality is all of our bodies change, whether we do it or not. And a lot of us change our body. Yeah. 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 No matter what, we have a responsibility to take care of our bodies. And that means focusing on being healthy. You know, one thing that I did this 90 day program one time and they were all about like, you know, what is your goal and what is your reason for doing it? And it's, you know, if, if it's anything other than just wanting to be healthy, then re reevaluate maybe, um, but it's not just about being attractive. It's about taking care of yourself, putting lotion on your skin, Clarice, you know? Um, <laughs> but um, if our body is a temple for God to dwell, and that means keeping it in a, in a uh, keeping a good home for God to dwell in, you know, keeping it clean, keeping it tidy, you know? What's that mean? Like, what's that mean? What are the best things that we could do for our body? Following your doctor's advice. That's one. Um, exercise enough to keep your heart pumping, you know, getting the lung, the heart rate up and well, that's good for you. That's good to, to feel that and to have that as long as your doctor allows it. Um, giving yourself food for enjoyment. Um, that part and, I do. That I do. <laughs> but that also focuses on your long-term health. So I think it's, you know, you can definitely indulge. Um, so uh, for me, chocolate is my indulgement, you know, so I give that to myself, my body. But um you know, like eating cashews. Um, I'll God choose to get the unsalted roasted cashews instead of the salted. God one. bless you. <laughs> dad bought dad jokes. Line up. It's all here. <laughs> so those are those, getting tested for STDs. That's, that's yes, please get tested mm-hmm. for STDs. Know your status. It's so important. One in three gay men have never been tested. Like we need, it, that's the most important thing. Like absolutely know your health. Go get tested for COVID, blood pressure, practicing yeah. just a healthy, a healthy uh, life-giving sexuality. Wearing your mask. You could be sexy, but you got to be safe. You know, remember, prep is really great, but it's not the only thing. We have to use condoms, and we have to use dental dams. We have to use things that can protect us. Yeah. Respecting yourself and demand that respect from you and your body from others and lovers. Um, I don't know, really. Um, I, there's no slut shaming here. Yes, Jesus. But definitely, like, re- like, mutual respect is so important, you know? And I urge people that if you're having sexual partners, respect them and have them respect you. Unless you want to respectfully be disrespected and that's your king. But again, it all starts with trust and respect. Um, you have a very special gift with you, and that is your body. Yeah. Amen. Um, at the Naming Project, uh, Ross always teaches the campers about sex, health, and safety. It's a part um, of knowing and understanding yourself to take care of yourself. It's a means of knowing your values and living according to them. 
One of the leaders at the naming project, a trans guy, addressed the youth to share them continued to have pap smears, cervical and ovarian cancer screenings, even though those were considered women's checkups. He said to the campers that even though he is a guy, he has body parts that need care and regular check checkups. And closed by saying, I need to take care of this queer body that God gave me. Yeah. And so one of the things I thought was interesting is trans uh, supermodel Monroe Bergdorf uh, once tweeted that um, if a woman has a penis, it's a female penis. So we have to start not thinking about uh, sexual parts as necessarily gendered parts, but as right. a part. You have to go to the, you have a vagina, you're going to the vagina doctor. So yeah. it doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily, um, you don't ignore those things because you're having uh, gender issues in your mind. Don't try to pretend that the issue isn't there. You have to maintain a healthy body um, in order to have a healthy life and a healthy sex life. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. So let's go back as we close this out and revisit some of the scripture that we went over today and what it says about our bodies. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you. Your body is a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Honey, are you hearing this today? Don't forget it. Are you it. hearing this today? The word of the Lord. Don't forget your it. Your body is fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes, and as your tithe, love offering, charity, act of good moment today, we'd like you to stand naked in front of a mirror and say out loud that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you and do that three times. Let us know how it goes. Just feel yourself to say, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you. Please let us know how it goes at Yash Jesus. But thank you for listening to another episode of Yash Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at YashJesusPod.com. Send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, your naked adventures, your episode ideas, guest ideas, or even just a hey girl to me or Assy. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Franzese, with Azariah Southworth. Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking Deacon Ross Murray. Special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Meredith Pauly. Yes, Jesus is brought to you by Oddity. Oddity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bastillos, and Steve Michaels. Keep, Keep praising, praising the Lord, Lord y'all! God bless! <laughs> <laughs>